Okay, two copies in front of you. In the large copy, go to page 19, because we're in the middle of this footnote, the Makari Sibirium, and then we're going to go to the second set to explain what's behind this alternative explanation. If you recall, what we're working on is the famous Maison that the Sefes Maison Rav, where Zalman fell asleep uh, during the Suda, before the Suda, the afternoon, the evening. We're not sure, but he fell asleep, and he touched the bowl, seemingly, that had the fruit with the shalach manas, and the guy said to cut it up, throw it out, don't sell it to a guy, get rid of it, make sure it doesn't fall into anybody's hands. And everybody's trying to figure out, was that a chumr of the guy? Guy happens to hold that when it's ruach ra, either under the bed or being touched before negavasar, it should be thrown out. The question over here is, it sounds like he touched the bowl, would the ruach tuma electricity go through the bowl to the fruits? Seemingly not, we have many rayas not, but what do you do with the story? Because of these kashas, so uh, the suggestion here that's being discussed in the footnotes for Taich and the story is as follows. And we're going to start in the first column at page 19. On the bottom, uh, the first one line is Umikayach, about two thirds of the way down. Did you see that? No, the first column. And he's uh, bringing this Mahalach from Yitzhak Shol who is the son of Reb Chaim, and Mikherzeh, Rotsi Didya Nalafarish, Danidan Sham Lesser Hayalomitam Nagibiyadim. He says a whole different shot. He says this was not the sugya of things being touched, food being touched before somebody watched Negavasa. Uh, somebody sent in today that Lachera, the sleeping person, has the tomb in his body. This is the way they describe it. Then when he wakes up, it stays on his hands. So maybe it's only in his body and his labdafka, enough of the concentration of the hands that should be matamit, and he was sleeping at that point. <laughs> yeah, like it, when it's like dispersed over the body. It's interesting. Yeah, it's hard to say as far as it comes to tuma, but an interesting suggestion. Obviously, um, the guy held not so, but the question is um, why? In other words, did they wake him up? Did he wake up and then they realized he touched it, or did they see that he touched it and pulled it away, and then he said to throw it out. We don't have enough details, so we're not going to know. But he wants to tie it. It has nothing to do with touching food before Negevasar. It has to do with the sugya of food under the bed, which is also a ruach tuma sugya. can also be dangerous, and tintam nefesh and the like. And on this as well, as I mentioned, the gain holds it's also b'dievid. Many hold it's mutter b'dievid. We'll discuss as we go along some other possible kulas. Lamaisa, where's the bed? What's the case? So we described the tail end of the shear that he was sort of sleeping and his hands were over the fruit and even if it just cupped over the bowl, even if he didn't touch the fruit, you don't need electricity going through the bowl to the fruit. The fruit is under the person sleeping. So that's assuming that it's not a dinner in a bed, which we'll discuss. And that's assuming any part thereof, even though he was sort of by the table and it was just his hand extended. Making a lot of assumptions, which he'll Explain again because there was he did the analafarish that needed sham lesser hayalamitam negias yadayim when the tulus ella midin eichlin tachas amita hainu. The name of the mita lavdafka. So the first assumption is food under the bed's a problem, even if it's not a bed, it's a din and sleeping. As far as it would be, if I to bring down that a person who's sleeping is one sixtieth of misa and there's a mixas tuma there, so under him is tuma, therefore it might not be dependent on a bed itself. Elokai lechlin shiutachas hayashen chaymashim v'shud binyan oylam 
L'zeh, after the bracket, shaper hayre hagra, la'abdon, and that's why the Gra said, get rid of it. Chayn hayse shitasa, bahach milsa, because l'shitasa he holds this, asif midyeved, mashakasva binas adam bashar isa vehetasim in sama gimel. Behevi uvda bezev, zelashayne, shamati. Shagayn achasid, that's the gain, that's the Gra. Zaltziva bitsanayn shenicha tachas amita. He's bringing down, I heard the guy in Hadamaisa where it was under a bed, and he said, Get rid of it. Lachta, lachatichas katanas, lazarkadesh, limsa, adam. Similar idea. So, was he referring to this Maisa, or was that a different Maisa? And if it was a different Maisa, would he say, That's what happened over here? There's nothing to do with Tisadayim, it has to do with being under the person who's sleeping. Which means for the Chiv and Tisadayim, you need at least uh, different sheets, let's say a half hour. Of sleep, or else there's no tumas yadayim. So, when it comes to sleeping under the bed, they don't give a shear. They don't give a minimum shear. And they say, whatever it is, he fell asleep, and that's it. And if it's under the bed, even if there's nobody sleeping there, possibly. But let's put that aside. He's right now just saying, Shina Kolduhu. This is our Philip Shina Kolduhu, Mavur Besefer Kesarosh, Simetpei, for Amnon. Amnon over here means a rail dover. Amnon sometimes means however. Here means a rayla dover. And he brings a raya from our maisa, which means he held that the first maisa was a different case of somebody had something under the bed. And it sounds like he understood the story. Don't they do a negabas? It has to do with the zalman fell asleep on top of the food. Interesting way. He says, this Tosefus Maizarav is additional footnotes to say for Maizarav. And it was going on where the Maizarav was talking about Eichen Tachzamita. That's a pretty good raya. Not a raya shame of Tuva, because it could be just speaking of Ruach Tuma. This is another Maizah similar from the Gain, but that's his raya. And then he puts in the brackets that it's a little bit hard to figure out from the Lashem, but Emes HaLashem, but Tosefus Maizarav, Shem Kitzas Magumgum, Rather than the word venaga, it's vikisa. That makes a big difference. Naga means he touched it. We're trying to figure out he only touched the bowl, not the fruit, and therefore it shouldn't transfer. If the word is vikisa, the problem is his hand covered it, and therefore it's underneath his body, and that's the din of sleeping and uh, under the bed or under somebody who wasn't the bed here, under somebody who's sleeping. Fiza asi shapet fed. So. That's his trot in the story, and he insists, to finish off the footnote, uh, that the tuma, the Ruach Ra here, of pre-Negobatsar hands does not transfer. And if you're touching through something else, it doesn't go through. So, Mavrashena, if you're holding a shmata or a tissue or a handkerchief, and you touch your eyes, doesn't go past the handkerchief. We assume it goes past the eyelids, but not past the handkerchief. And we assume over here, if somebody wouldn't wash Nagavas and touch the bowl, it doesn't go to the fruit. The only exception, possibly, is the Gigis, but that was an exception anyway, and he says that in the next line. That the Gemara means he touched the vat, which ended up touching the beer that it was holding. It doesn't mean he put his mouth to it and started drinking beer. It means he touched the vat, and it does transfer from the vat. And the Ben Yishchai says that, Parshas told us, I see it. But the Ben Yishchai himself says, There's something, this whole thing is metaphysical. The whole thing is Nyaninister. Uh, something about the gigis, the gigis is worse, and if you touch the vat, it will transfer the beer, but if you touch the bowl, it doesn't transfer the food. That's his maskan over here. And you cannot assume that that's the case by any other food. This is against like these microbrews. As a Jew, 
What do they do there? Yeah, they touch the beer. I don't know. They, you know they, well, I'm not familiar. What do they do? They have special fancy places. You can go to a... What's, what's it called? A microbrewery? Microbrewery. Microbrewery. You walk in, and what happens? They make your own batch of beer per stack. I've never been to one, but I've seen pictures of it. So they have these big vats. Yeah. They probably touch it or whatever to test the beer. Their consumer is walking in and saying, can I have some beer? And he says, wait a second, and he puts his finger in? No, no, as he's making it? They make you mean if it's not Budweiser, there might be somebody no, sticking yeah, their finger in? It's not Budweiser, it's like mountains of, you know, you know the, the machines are like huge. These are much yeah, you should, maybe it's a Kashrus, uh, now I know what you're talking about. There's like these very... Um, small brewers. Uh, yeah, very small, um, like Mama Papa. You gotta check out the Kashrus, make sure they're not adding any, any yeah, flavors. No, but okay, I mean, so you're saying uh, he might touch it, I don't know. How no, so if he is, touches it, the whole thing's shot. Well, like the Ben Ishchai, if you touch the, uh, even Bear. the Gigas, yeah. So well, I don't know, we don't know if we know what a Gigas is, and Gigas might be the thing you make it in, not the, I don't know. Didn't they the, make Shekhar dates? They often did. Most of the Gemara Shekhar dates, but not all. They, they, there was such a thing discussed. We know about the other types also. Like uh, means but you're right, El but I don't know if you can only limit to that. That was the most popular brand. But, I don't know, does it, Call for sticking your finger in to test the. Uh, I'm sure they have. City. They put their hands to do all sorts of. I mean, they really? Try to be clean, but yeah. What happened to like uh, instruments? Dipstick of some sort. Yeah. yeah. But we said instruments don't help for beer. No, it says touching the gigas. If you doesn't say it doesn't say putting a a thermometer in or something like that. That it doesn't say. And then you go back to the other rule. He he's convinced, as most are, that this does not transfer. If you have something blocking it, it gets blocked. And Gigas Shechar is a, maybe the Benish guy says he touched the Gigas. But, and he says, not a riot in this case of the guy, because he says it's not talking about his dime, it's talking about his false team on top of it. And the guy held that that had a dinner of a bed, which we're going to discuss now because everybody raised it before the share and after the share last week. What's with the airline uh, seats and the baby carriages and everything? So we're going to go to that right now because that is more Nogea to the Gigas Shechar. However, Eli, if you want a Chalamoid, maybe take a Chalamoid trip to one of them and try to do some undercover research, find out if they're touching with their fingers. I don't know, it doesn't sound very professional, but who knows. So if anybody can investigate it. Okay, go to your second copy. We have one more page over here, which we have to get to the smoking in bed, which I don't advise anyway. I don't advise smoking. I don't advise smoking in bed. And the question is, would we advise somebody doing it anyway to do it before Negevasa? But we'll get to that after Sukkot, probably. I want to first go to the second copy you have, which is two fascinating chuvas, from Rav Sternbach and the Chuvas von Haggis, where he gives us an overview of what the possible coolers are on the Ruach Tuma under the bed. This is extremely common. Probably more common than people touching things without washing Negevasa, because that is common, because we're worried about the people who are not yet from, touching the Schaira and stacking the things with the apples and the Makolet and all that. This is with from people, because they get on a plane, as I mentioned, and they have their carry-on. The carry-on has their food, and the first thing they do when the overhead bin is too full is they put it under the seat, and then if they don't, the stewardess comes and says, sir, you have to put that under the seat, we're trying to take off, and they put it under the seat in front of them, which is the guy's bed. Uh, I agree with coach, it doesn't go back very far, he still sleeps on it, and in business, I, I, in all seriousness, I think there's, one could make a hill between coach versus business versus <laughs> first class, because coach, just as many people fall asleep, and they buy those things they put around their head, 
and then they try to fall asleep, or they take a pill and they try to fall asleep, whatever they're doing, and they fall asleep. So the mice, uh, there's food under there for hours. They don't need hours. Ten seconds is enough to do damage, and yet the minute it seems to be <laughs> local. Uh, so that's the uh, Shaila coach. Business and first class is almost miyuchid to be part of the time a bit. Uh, in certain airlines, they have uh, business class that the whole advertising campaign is that it goes back 100%, not 80%. It's put, they're designing as a bed. And in first class, uh, the, um, the thing is designed with a bed, and they bring sheets and make your bed. And the flight could be 15 hours, and you're sleeping for 12. So you can't even say, well, right at the time I'm sitting, that's, even that's not true. So we'll discuss the... What was that? The guy sitting for you. Guys, you will be good. Matter of fact, you can get on the airline and ask for a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, guys, you why? Tell him it's a long story. If you have a week, we have a lot of share on it. Yeah, that would be. Don't really put anything under his thing. Um, it yeah, depends where. I'm I'm not the type to fly business class. I just got to be able to sit down, and often that requires business class. They didn't make it for people who are 6'3", for some odd reason, uh, especially long flights. And, uh, yeah, you often don't run out of overhead room in business, but you want the food in front of you because you don't want to start getting up in the middle. It's, you have to get up and dive in. Those you have to get up. I don't want to get up more than I have to. Usually the food's in front of you. Unless you're the person behind you, if you're putting something on your No? No, it becomes my problem. Because it's not his, he's not doing anything wrong by going to sleep. That's what he's supposed to be doing. He has nothing better to do, and it's my food. So it's going to be my problem. You're asking, maybe what you're asking, which he's going to deal with, is can I bring him to base and ask him to pay for my food? Uh, which <laughs> I can't, I'm charging for falling, falling asleep. Is it, I bought it, he's going to tell me, I, bought, I paid for business class. I came here to fall asleep. What do you, what okay, do you? If there's a front person behind you, put something under your seat. Or you, you have to tell him. So you have to, right, well now, after we finish with this, we're not, we're not going to finish tonight, but after you're armed with all the information, you will have what to talk about on all your flights. And uh, you can warn the guy that, look, it's a Shaila, ask your Rav, and, uh, or listen to the Shia, take a USB along with you and just uh, turn them to the place. And it is a Shaila. And as I'm saying, in all seriousness, I think business class is more of a Shaila because it's harder to make an argument. And no, it's really a seat. You just have to fall asleep. It's a long flight. That's not true. They, they're probably sleeping in it more than they're sitting in it. So, um, so that's... Uh, what? Mm, right. And according to the Grah, we have a bigger issue because he doesn't even seem to need a bed. Right, that's correct. That's part of the discussion. So without further ado, let's see. He has two tshuvas. One, he discusses the general issue is the food also with the Evid. And in the next tshuva, ironically, nothing is a coincidence... I almost do that trooper first. A guy was bringing Esregim. I kid you not. You think I make this up and rig this for this time of year. He's bringing Esregim from Eighth Total America, which is not a strange scenario, by the way. And he had it on his carry-on because he didn't want to put it in the luggage. Rather, somebody just called me this week and asked if it was a problem to put the thing in the luggage because it's very cold down there. Is that going to hurt the Esregim? And is he liable for that? I don't know how cold it gets down there. I've never been down there. It's either first class, business, or coach. I never flew down there. I heard uh, people uh, bring frozen food in boxes when they fly, and, and it stays frozen. It stays frozen. Okay, somebody can find out. This is all this information. Can somebody find out how cold it is there? I'd be curious just for... I didn't think 10 hours if he wraps it well, but that's, that's putting that aside. The guy didn't take a chance. He has it in his carry-on. It's expensive stuff. And he puts the Esrug with the carry-on right underneath, and then the guy in front of him falls asleep. 
So, in the second truth, he's going to talk about the guy wanted to take him to a dentary. That's why I yeah, thought you were asking that. Uh, this is expensive stuff already. Uh, they, like the $600 worth of vegetarian. What? Eating it now. It has to be Roy Lachiv. He's not eating it now. Forget that. Yeah, you don't need the schoolers. Forget that. He, it has to be Bukhari. It has to be Roy Lachila. And if it's not Roy Lachila, we're going we're gonna to play around with that because that's not going to be so partial either. But that's, the question is assuming that it has to be Roy Lachila. So that's a real contemporary shayla. The guy brings three esrogim, does the guy a favor, and then the guy uh, wants to know why you wound my esrogim and not roi l'achila. So are they not roi l'achila? Well, many people can say, but the evidence of the bed is roi l'achila. And intin salam is not roi l'achila. Like the guy, does that mean it's no good over here by an esrog? Is that the type of inner roi l'achila? So we're going to discuss that, um, either before circus or after circus, probably afterwards. Uh, first go to page one, where he talks about the general parameters. Uh, the three possible calls before we begin, many people think if you seal it, then it's not a problem. That's the first pushback I get from the campers who go to camp. I warned them before, during and after, you shouldn't put your supplies, your water, your potato chips and everything under the bed. And they say it's sealed. So there are Peskim that say that if it's sealed, it's okay. Most Peskim say that it doesn't help. Because the Gemara seems to say even if you put it in a metal container, it sounds like even if it's in Fort Knox, it doesn't make a difference. And some say, no, it's a special din, the metal container, but it wasn't really sealed because they didn't really make boxes then that were sealed. Today, it's mamish sealed. Lamaisa l'chatchila, we do not put even sealed item under, but b'dyeved, when we're trying to be a messiah of different coolers, that's one of the possibilities that machlek is whether sealed does anything for you. There's another shita that if uh, it's raw food, it's not nageya. Um, that's not too common. People don't bring potatoes. And the third shayla is what happens if somebody falls asleep with their, this happens in camp, where the bag of goodies is under his pillow. That's really protective. You must have really be nervous from your bunk mates. So it's not under the bed, it's under you. So the guy from this story, the way we're touching this story, if you touch it this way, already holds it under a person sleeping, that's already a problem. But many learn that that's not under the bed, that's under your head. So then that wouldn't be a problem. That's also a shayla. Most are mekel on that third shayla. And we discussed this before. The, is there a limit to how far down it has to go? So the guys in the apartment building, guys, the guys sleeping on top? No, nah, the uh, they do discuss that, by the way. They talk about a ship. And they, uh, they say the ship is not really, they talk about the kaka plays a role in the other direction. That's not a problem. The, the answer is it's certainly mutter. You don't have to worry about having food in your kitchen if that is underneath somebody's bedroom, even in your own house. You don't need an apartment building for that, by the way. You can have the kitchen under a bedroom. So it's under the, be- it's under the bed. The answer, the answer is, yeah, that issue with shuls, but the answer is mutter. That, that's it's a different, uh, different rishus. There's no shaykhaz. It's, it's the, clearly the din was said under a bed and the floor, not um, seven layers under. Right? So that is, that is okay. So let's begin the tshuva. The first shayla is, it's under the bed, but nobody slept there. Is it din and sleeping? Din in the bed? Din in both? Sounds like the night din and tisadayim issue, because it's a similar ruach rab. We already saw some place can say you can't extrapolate from one to the other, so the fact that it's mut over there doesn't mean it's mut over here. Brahma perke beiz the ratzeach kasaf. This is in hochaz ratzeach, by the way, because ratzeach v'shmir is ha-nefesh, and this is about dangers and protecting your health and the like. 
That's just doing here in the Rambam. Laiten atashal tachzamita afapisha esik besuda shema yipol bal davar hamazik vuena raeu. This is classic Rambam. So Yaakov, you asked last week in one of your emails, why don't we rely a little bit more on the Rambam that doesn't bring down the ruach raw issue at all? The Rambam is lishitosay. The Rambam all over Shas where this appears doesn't ascribe any reason of ruach raw and will not answer it out to ruach raw. And uh, because he held the Gemara, this is a big machalikas, the Ramam and the Ramban had a taich a lot of Gemaras about this, and uh, the Ramam, uh, as goes without saying, uh, certainly believes in the uh, spiritual and in the Shama and Olam Haba and Malachim, and it, so I shouldn't even have to say that, obviously. I say that because there's some uh, Apikorism, came to say, well meaning, who say the Ramam is a rationalist, and uh, therefore they're going to use their Kromash Kafas to try to put it into the Ramam. Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, there are certain small aspects which uh, usually revolve around Ruach Ruach and Shady characters that uh, the Ramam has a big, big mouth, I guess. Roy Vrishayin hold not like the Ramam. And as I answered you at the time, uh, we don't, the Ramam is not brought down Lalacha whenever it disappears. And uh, certainly if the Rif and the Rush argue, Machaba wouldn't, and the Machaba does not go with the Ramam over here. The Ramam, the Shitasa, so what's the Ramam going to say about under the beds? Either he's not going to bring it down, but we just saw the Ramam, and he did bring it down. So you saw what he said. He said you shouldn't put things under the bed because it's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? Because something might fall in. You got uh, like uh, my magulam. You got snakes around. You got all sorts of things, and it's dangerous. You leave things under the bed, and who knows what's going to happen? Would the Ram agree if it's sealed? It's okay, maybe, or maybe something. He's afraid something might get in. There might be a hole there. Who knows what's going to happen? It's under your bed. It's out of sight. Dangerous. You got to watch your food. A guy went to Costa Rica. He picks different interesting destinations every time he goes on vacation every summer. So uh, he calls me. The Shaitlis not like I speak to him time to time, so I always ask him, no, what's on the agenda for the summer? It's very good for me because I never have to go on vacation because I never do go on vacation, but I just live it through him. I hear the report, here where he's going, I got a five-minute snapshot, and then I'm good. So he went to Costa Rica. So he said, beautiful country. He said, the only small little downside is that they have bugs there more than any other place on earth, and there's a joke in the country that they, they don't have an army. Well, a few countries, they don't have an army. And they said, we don't need an army. We got the army of bugs, and no one's going to take over here. Why would they? That's the joke in Costa Rica. I was never there, but he was. He says, it's not a joke. If you're from, you got to eat like this, and you can't turn your eyes off anything. You leave it out for two minutes, you're in big trouble. That's the way it was in the ancient world, Bechlal, certainly in warm climates. He said, otherwise, a beautiful country. I guess, all time for you know. <laughs> I guess yeah, you got to like nature for that. But the point is, the Ramam is concerned something's going to go in over here. Chaznish would never eat the Bnei Brak on his porch without very good lighting. And basically at night he wouldn't eat his porch because lighting wasn't that good. And he was afraid of things uh, flying in. So the Ramam here, Lishitasa, doesn't talk about Ruach Ra because he's not going to talk about Ruach Ra. He says, don't put it under your bed. Shema Yipa Bal Dovra Maziv That's the Ramam Lishitasa, as I'll point out in a moment. The Ramam clearly holds it has nothing to do with somebody sleeping. Because if it's out of sight and that's the danger, what difference does it make if somebody's on top of the bed or not and somebody's sleeping on it? It's in the bed. So according to the Rambam, and the, therefore the Rambam is not machalic and doesn't bring down somebody sleeping. Was it then? What? what? 
Yeah, exactly. But the only place you don't see is the bed. What else don't you see? You see under a table. When, uh, I'm not looking, but you can see under a table. Sleep, yeah. Standing on the, on the table in your kitchen, you're also... Uh, uh, I assume they had cabinets for these things. That's why I brought Costa Rica as an extreme example. But either. they have... There are things... We don't live in society. We have something crawling. We like call the exterminators and... But you can have uh, a, a drawer in your bed that's also closed. So they didn't, though. The beds were constructed. They had a four posts and a, and a thing, and that was it. So what things do you have where you don't have cubbies there, and it's not your kitchen. We're used to putting things away, and they didn't have... What? They didn't have kitchens. And they probably didn't have so much food they either. They didn't have cabins. They had holes they had cabins. in the walls. They had holes that's, in the walls. That's what they had to and do. And they didn't have too much food around. They had food. They had food. They had food yeah, uh, and... on, on, on the board hanging off the ceiling so the mice don't get there. Oh, okay. So there you are. So it was in full view and the mice couldn't get to it. Well, under your bed, the mice are going to get to it. That's the exactly the problem. The bugs can get to it up there just as well as the... I guess you can look at it afterwards. The concern here is not only... Rama's concern is the health. The concern is they might eat it. You need your food. So I can imagine things were hanging from the ceiling because of that reason. You want to at least make an attempt they shouldn't get to it. Different lifestyle. You see the mind, the mind what? The, the, the water that you leave overnight. The same idea. Same, we'll same exact idea. Around. We're afraid, by the way. I don't know. Does Robert bring that up? Does yeah. Bed? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, you, so by that, the way, by day, day you can't look away. only brings that only in a bed? In no. You can't even look away for a second. You leave the room. That's my magula. What's so special about a bed here? That's what I'm saying. The standard that you have to the water is applicable across the board. No, because you would notice the snakes don't uh, start pecking at your potatoes. It's only a liquid they're worried about, because the snake will take a drink and drop venom in. Why not, like, in a corner somewhere? The corner is visible. You're saying, how do you go to sleep? No, let's say it's in some little storage thing on the side that's also as not visible as the bed. It's just not a bed. You're not going to sleep on top of it. I guess the bed was a primary concern, and what the Ramam doesn't say about sealed or not sealed, so it could be he'll hold if you have a if you have a system that works and it's sealed and you can't get in it with taka wood. What does it do with the Gemara that says even in a metal crate? That's the same machleg as we had before. But the bed is naturally a place where different things live under there, and it's dark all the time, and it's a natural habitat for all sorts of critters. That's what they, they had the rope beds, and it wasn't dark under them. I mean, it was dark in the house. To begin with, they had mattresses. No, they had mattresses. It was a roll uh, and straw on top of it. That's true. That, that so was it was dark. I think he's signaling out the bed because of the, what happens afterwards when he says, "I'm a bit sure it's in a situation like this." No, that that the proves the point. The is that no, under in the? Other words, in other words, even though you would think that it probably would be more cow for whatever reason, it's still a problem. <clears throat> in other words. Even though you might be watching, but you can't see. That's the point. The, yeah. the general thing is, is they have to be careful from anything. And even a situation where you have to assume that it's there, like a bed, that's going to be us as well. Because you can't see what's going on. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But again, Ram doesn't mention Ruach Ra because the Ram Ram is not going to talk about Ruach Ra. Mikamakam. Dika peskim midvar, shakasa shamiyipobai, dezer rakmagul mechusa. Okay, so he, they do make the dik that there is a way to protect it. What does it do with the Gemara? Okay, so you have to say the Gemara is talking about a metal container, but there were still holes. Teres Chaim, Shuvah's Kasav, Hainu, Davke Bashashen. Teres Chaim says that no, it's only when something's sleeping. Why? What we mentioned before, Mishim Ruach Rosh Hashar, Love Bashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashash
And that's when the Ruach Ruach is Chal. So it's a din in somebody sleeping there. The Ramam doesn't mention that. So, Chal Kira number one, is it a din under a bed or a din somebody sleeping on the bed? We are machmer l'chavchilo, but it's certainly a sniff l'hokol b'dievet if nobody was sleeping on it. Here's where it gets interesting. A lot of truth is about things under the bed. I pick these because he's going to discuss the Shittas Agayin, which we're trying to figure out. And the Sefer, Nachlasav, is written by a grandson of the son of the, of the brother of the Gra, and he's going to quote something he heard concerning the Gain. Mamish fits into our case. He says, I heard the gun holds. It's not a dinner bed. It's anything you're sleeping on. It could be a bench, which they slept on all the time in the best Medrash. Or it could be a box, and they just fell asleep on a box. Or on a table, slumped over asleep, like Razalman's case. This is a very important line. Ah, uh, you see people um, storing things under the bed all the time and they don't get hurt. This is a general shaila. I don't know if it's a friend to Goyim or Yidin who don't know the dinner. It's a mockbid. And people don't seem to be getting hurt. So this is classic. It's a good kasha and the answer is classic. Sugya of Tumtama Nefesh. The nezek over here and getting hurt is labdafka, a physical thing you can point to. It can do things to the system, and we don't know. Rahman Sasabi gets sick. We don't know what causes these things. And it could be zev, zev, zegerim. Chazal tell you it's not good for you. The fact that you can't observe it or study it and point to it does not help anybody because, as we've learned in the modern era, with all the knowledge we have and all the technology we have and the CAT scans and everything, we can see everything. A doctor is a good doctor, an honest doctor, a film doctor, certainly will admit that they really know nothing. And every time they discover something, they're amazed at how much they don't know. So they thought, and not everything is curable, Rahman They don't know. So, so I, you see people who seem to be eating the food and it doesn't hurt you. Do, Bini, It's not only for the body, it's also Tintam Hanefesh. It's also not good for the spiritual makeup of the body. And I'm adding it, good. Hurt the body also, and we don't know how many things go into loyal and somebody gets sick. But he's focusing on the nefesh. Chazal say something, you have to be very concerned. Everything we do affects the Bria, affects the solar system, affects the Klippus, affects the Elamis Alyem, and we don't know exactly how it works, but mitzvahs and affairs, by the way, work like that. Tomorrow night to the following night, most of our tshuva is trying to understand that, uh, yeah, it's not just an avera with an exact einish. It affects the world. And your mitzvahs affect the world. And your tshuva can undo and, and uh, fix up all the pagam and the bria. It can be undone. That's what tshuva is. But it's not just the maisa avera and the... Uh, Exact einish that's triggered, or the ben the chavero and the damage that it does, it affects the bria, and this is what tiptof nefesh is all about. Also, it affects the person, and we can't always measure that. Interesting, he puts this in. Ma'amachrayim is a big sugya, sugya we never did, but it boils down to machlekes v'shainim. Most hold the mechaber paskins. Ma'amachrayim chayva. End of story.
And then the Ramah brings Shittas Taisis that some say that particular Ruach Ruach from the, from the uh, not the Ruach Ruach, the uh, Melisadim, it's isn't around, and it's not dangerous, you don't have to do it, and those are the Mekilim. Lamaisa, we have running water today, as I always like to point out, and it's never been easier. In the old days, they had to go to the well and get some more water, and water's a precious commodity, so um, uh, possible cooler. So you can't criticize somebody who's Mekilim. Lamaisa, the Machaber says it's a chayva, and many achronim, mashkenazik achronim, say you should wash my achronim, because besides the direct threat of the melasadayim is touching the eye, rachman and the danger, there are metaphysical issues, and tintam and effigies, all sorts of ruchas, and we don't want to start up if it's available, and the water is right there, and you could do it, which is why he's bringing it as an example. This is from the grandson of the brother of the Vomagain. And he says that, uh, he's not finished yet, but we're, we're going to stop here, the, uh, that the Gain was very machmer when it came to these things. And he already said that the Gain was machmer when it wasn't even an actual bed, which would explain Rav Zalman falling asleep, not on a bed, and just having his hands over the fruit, that that already was enough because he was sleeping on top of it. But as we will explain, that's not a double pressure that everybody agrees to that. And even if it's a dinner in a bed, we still have to touch up the airline seats and the baby carriages, what's considered a bed and what's not considered a bed. Mitzvah Shem, we will pick it up after Yantif, a Gemara Chesim